Hello there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Drive-In, a special edition. We're kind of doing these every month or so. This one is our top four favorite, best, and top four overrated movies from the 90s. We're going decades here, folks. We're going to a decade. Who a decade we were born. Who doesn't love the fucking 90s? Like, great, arguably the greatest decade for film ever. Really strong. Yeah. I, I was going through the list to get my favorites and whatnot. So my favorite movie of all time is from the 90s. One of the most influential movies of my life is from the 90s. This was a fucking decade, dude. I'm uh, I'm excited to get into it. It's definitely tough to get down to the, the nitty gritty. There's a, there's a couple that I haven't seen that are like really high up there on the totem pole. So, you know, hopefully I don't offend too many people with uh, – the one, the one specifically I haven't seen. Same for me. There's a couple that I... There's just so many movies out there, folks. Speaking of which, still working, still trudging along on the Oscar list, getting through. Uh, just watched... Um, I've seen now two of the Best Picture nominations for this year's Oscars. So we're, we're chugging along. I watched a little bit of Banshees last night. Just feels like a movie you'd like. Just feels it, like it, it's a. It is a movie that I liked. Yeah. <laughs> but we're starting off here in the '90s. I'm gonna start off overrated. And it's not a bad movie. You saw this with my last sort of list. This is not a bad movie. I just think it's a little overrated. It's a Bronx Tale. Everyone always puts the 90s. They're like, oh, do you like the Bronx Tale or do you like Goodfellas? Do you like Bronx Tale? Da da da. It's not even a contest to me. I mean, Bronx Tale is super long. It's like super drawn out. Um, and I know Chase, you know, Wolf of Oakland, 100% agrees that that movie. I, I know he thing. doesn't like it. I have not actually even seen it because I just, I don't know how much I trust. I just don't really know how much I trust the movie. And it is just so long and drawn out that I just, that's one reason that I haven't seen it. The thing I'm looking at here, though, it's only a two hour movie. Am I fuck? I thought that was a three hour movie. No, it's a two. It's shorter than Goodfellas. Oh wow! It's way I shorter than Casino. I literally have no choice to not see this. I mean, Chaz commentaries in it. <laughs> I think it's, it's a good movie. The main character, not a big fan of. I like both. Like, I love Robert De Niro. I love uh, the fuck's that other guy's name? <laughs> James. One guy plays. Guy plays Sonny. Is that? Oh. Um, he he's the guy. He's he's like, I just read his name. I think is it not the? Is that him? Palmanetto, the Palman. Yeah, it's like the two leads. The two leads. Yes. The pimento cheese guy. Yeah, Chaz Palmanterini. Yeah, Mr. Cheese. That's that's not a bad pick. Overrated. Overrated. It's a good movie. Overrated. People people really talk this movie up. I uh I do not have any issues with that whatsoever. Um, am I am I? I guess I'll pivot. So I'm I'm gonna be doing my uh, my favorites, and okay. uh, then, then I'll do my best. So favorite at four, I'm probably gonna have to go with uh, Full Metal Jacket. Um, you know I love Kubrick. Kubrick's my favorite director ever. I love him and uh, Paul Thomas Anderson pretty equally. But um, 
Full Metal Jacket is just a really, really great war film. Not typically a war film guy. I feel like aside from, um, aside from Full Metal Jacket and The Deer Hunter, I can't really think of another film that I really, really admire quite as much. But uh, yeah, it's an excellent fucking movie. Um, you know, Kubrick's work with, um, dude, I'm drawing a fucking Super Bowl Sunday blank. Um, Lee, the, 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 the fucking, uh, the military guy in the movie, the drill instructor is incredible. Oh, uh, Arlie Ernie? Arlie Ernie, yes. Props to him and rest in peace to him for being, you know, all off the cuff, like just improvised. Like if you grew up in the nineties, like I guarantee your middle school was chock full of like. You could suck a golf ball through a garden hose, like all sorts of quips and ad libs from from that. Um, and the scene where the one guy, in, in, I mean, it's always bathrooms, something with Kubrick and bathrooms and all his scenes. There's the bathroom scene, and it's fucking terrifying. It's, it's fucking scary. Creepy. Vincent D'Onofrio does a fucking good yeah, job, dude. It's fucking weird. So, yeah, I mean, I uh, that would slot in as my fourth favorite film. I'll let you have that one. Do you know what year that movie came out? Oh, uh, tell me it's 89. It's 87. What? Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what? Let me... <laughs> Fuck. Um, then I guess I'll go with, I guess uh, you go to overrated. And then if I think of one that I can do a fill in, I will do a fill in. I'm sorry, guys. That's, that's so unlike me there. So I'm going to pivot from your school talk. This is a movie that we were required to see in school. Lord of the flies in this movie. I've, I've watched it since one time. It is comically bad. This movie, watching it as a kid, was so goddamn boring. I didn't really care for the book that much. I thought it was fine. But the child acting in this movie is atrocious, and it's boring. And the parts where you're supposed to be taking it seriously are comical. I believe it's when Piggy gets hit with a boulder. It's very obviously like a styrofoam rock that they drop on him. And it's, it's comic book shit. It's very funny. It is a really bad movie, and the book is also, like, it just Overrated. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great school-grade books that that you have read in your life that aren't that. So I'm in full fucking agreeance. I, uh... trying to think if I even remember anything from the book itself. I'm gonna see if I can try and find the, the scene where Piggy gets hit by the rock. I'm trying to think of another one that could slot in. Um, okay, Eyes Wide Shut was the '90s, so I'll literally just I'll literally just take out uh, Full Metal Jacket, throw in Eyes Wide Shut. Um, Kubrick didn't get to ultimately finish it. All sorts of conspiracies about that, but Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, the two leads in the movie, and they were mm-hmm. dating in real life, which is a uh, you know good issues to have. And Nicole Kidman like got into trouble with like child pornographic ring stuff. And then he died. So it's kind of weird that like she was cast as the lead about this movie. It kind of fits. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really, really good and it's eerie and it's also technically a Christmas film. So I'm going to swap out full metal jacket for eyes wide shut. Okay. I found the clip though. I found the clip. I was watching Okay, God damn, that was that that made me giggle. That's unbelievable. 
Look at this. Look at this shit. Oh my god. Oh, just school age kid watching that. It's supposed to be so serious. I just bust out laughing in class. I remember that. Even the I remember the outsiders, that was another bad scene. It was like the or no, was it outsiders? The guy jumps on it. I think it was the outsiders, the guy jumps on an axe. Or maybe it was uh yeah, it where be. the red fern grows where the red fern grows, maybe. It was. I love but the outsiders just, book. Yeah, that was a really good book. I agree. I never would read 1984, but would you crucify me if I told you I've never seen Eyes Wide Shut? Need to watch it. No, no, because it's like I would crucify you for not having seen like other parts of Kubrick's work, but I do think you should watch it. 100%. I feel like you've got to at least watch one Kubrick film. Oh, at least at least I mean, one. There's. So there's a thing going around on um, on TikTok of like who has the best four run. Oh, the best like film. streak. Yeah, and like it's a pretty pretty wide consensus that like it's 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 Kubrick. I mean Kubrick has um, 2001, um, Clockwork, Barry Lyndon, and The Shining. That's like such a strong four. That's pretty um, fucking strong. Yeah, it is a fucking strong four. Like, um, but I mean, that's a, that's a fine pick. I can suck Kubrick's stick all day if I wanted to. But uh, ultimately, back to my list of favorites. Go from Kubrick at four to we'll go fucking we'll go Sling Blade. I uh, I love this movie. Billy Bob Thornton playing a mentally challenged person. Um, John Ritter, rest in peace. He, he's incredible in this. Um, basically, the villain of the movie, Doyle, is one of the most hateable movie characters in cinema history. He's such a fucking dirtbag. But um, it's a movie that'll like make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Um, when you see that fucking Billy Bob Thornton was somehow banging Angelina Jolie while also <laughs> while also fucking doing his Carl with like his hair his haircut's insane. I mean, he cuts off here and there's no hair up top. Like it's it's absolutely bonkers. Um, but yeah, it's a really really great movie. I would put it at the top of my mentally challenged people in film list. Definitely over Rain Man. Definitely over Radio. Definitely over I Am Sam with Sean Penn. Um, but yeah, strong suggest. And it's, it's sort of unknown. I don't think that many people even know about Sling Blade. Like most, most film people probably just like, oh yeah, I don't know what that is, but younger generations highly recommend. That ties into my number two overrated. It's Forrest Gump. It is. I love the movie. It's a good movie, but all the time, maybe it's just, maybe it's the people I hang out with. They act like Forrest Gump's one of the top five films ever created rewatchable maybe it's it's extremely rewatchable it's a very easy watch it force cup is like maybe the perfect movie to put on in the background while you're like doing chores dishes or cleaning or something like that good soundtrack pretty good acting fairly good story i think it's a good movie it is not it, it's probably just the people around me influencing this but they act like it's one of the best they act like it's the best film of the 90s yeah, I think I think that happens 
two people like it's sort of like the office effect too like the office sort of had a moment where like people would not shut the fuck up about it yes. like, it, definitely, it definitely influenced people that didn't watch the office to be like literally fuck this whole thing like i hate the horse that this rode in on i hate it so like i get it like by itself it's fine but then if people want to step in and be like oh it's one of the best films of the 90s it's like uh it's really likable it's funny it's rewatchable but it you know masterful top five masterful no i i can't quite put it there well i like the movie i'd put it top 15 yeah absolutely i mean it's it's one of the it's, easier it's probably in my top two uh yeah, it's probably my top two favorite Tom Hanks. I like that and uh, Catch Me If You Can an awful lot. But like, I think it's in my top three for sure because I really like Saving Private Ryan, which also Saving Private Ryan is incredible. Tom Hanks had a great '90s. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And then uh, what was the other one? Did he do? Um, was Green Mile? Was that the '90s? That was in the '90s. Yeah, Green Mile. Yep. And then maybe even no Road to Perdition might have been early 2000s, but that also might have been '90s. Road to Perdition? Jude Law. Good movie. 2002. 2002. Okay. 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 Still strong 90s run from NBA. And ca- Castaway 2000s as well? We're trying to get Tom. 2000. Okay. The year 2000. It's a 1990 to 2000, we'll say. That's an insane run. Um, okay. So that brings me to my second favorite film of the 90s. dun 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 I will go with, um, which I'm sure this will also be somewhere on your list of not overrated, but uh, favorites is is Goodfellas. Um, Goodfellas is just an incredible movie. Um, you know, top to bottom, incredible cast, incredible writing. Um, Scorsese really, I mean, decade to decade to decade. Um, Taxi Driver in the 70s, Raging Bull in the 80s, Goodfellas in the 90s, like incredible um prop maybe the best movie of each decade like like very well could make that argument you could make um, the argument yeah i think the thing that pisses me off and i know you obviously feel this way I, I it sucks that it has to be this way it's just it's the genre it's pinning it against godfather it's like i wish they could just both coexist because they're because they're like different it's like godfather is more like a soap opera and is much more serious where Goodfellas has the funny moments intertwined, which doesn't necessarily make it lesser. It's just, they're two, they're both crime movies, but like, they're not necessarily alike. Exactly. Like they're filmed in an entirely different style. Oh yeah. And they're going for an entirely different thing. I, I love them both. If you remember my last list, I said Godfather was overrated. Still one of the top like movies I've ever seen. It's still a great movie. I love Goodfellas. Super easy watch. And it, oh. it's one of the few movies that I'm like perfectly fine with narration. Yeah, that's another thing. I have a buddy that has said before that like he is not a fan of narration in films, but like that is at one of the lone examples where he can be like, I do actually like this. Or like the meta looking at the camera in the courtroom, that type of thing. It's like it's what 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 hasn't been said about Goodfellas. It's just it's one of the best movies of all time, and it's one of the best 90s movies of all time. Damn right it is. Okay, I, I got a tie for number one of my most overrated. Love it. Let's hear it. I like both these movies, and they are dumb, but they're a little overrated. Speed and Blade. I have no issues with either of those at the top, actually. Blade especially, but let's, let's I went delve back, into it. 
So people, I love. I remember loving Blade as a kid. I remember everyone nowadays like Blade's like the original superhero. Con- it's so good. Da 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 da. Wesley Snipes was awesome. The action is filmed so badly at parts in this movie, with jump cuts and just not good editing. That takes it down a little bit. It's the lore. People definitely like the lore around Blade, and it is cool. It's cool to see a dude in a black leather jacket. People dig the vampires. People dig that's all sick. The the dialogue is very hilariously like over the top and dumb. Love that. Um, But some of the action could be a little better. Is that the one where the vampires are all in the club and the that's, and the, the, that's the opening of the movie? The water comes. Yeah, so that's pretty epic. Like no, that, that, the opening part's sick. Yeah. The opening part is sick, and then like after that, kind of gets a little yes. lack, like the 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 finale of Blade when he's fighting Frost and all that, a little underwhelming. The movie ends yeah. underwhelming. Like it gets its its strongest point is like the opening scene. And it and it proves because I I forget so much of the movie and I I just rewatched it maybe three years ago so that just shows I, I'm with you that it is it is forgettable and and Speed is an example of a movie that I don't I don't know you'll you'll have to describe I mean I know what Speed's about I've not seen Speed um, it seems like an interesting premise almost gimmicky so I'm it's curious ba- thought it's basically how it is it's a gimmicky premise it's going for that like Keanu Reeves fun action sort of thing uh, Sandra Bullock is fine in it it's supposed to be like tense throughout but it's it it kind of like plateaus and then i just don't feel anything yeah i guess based on the premise it's one of those things where like you know when tv shows want their cheapest episode they just have all the characters stay in like one place and it's like those episodes are very rarely like action filled so like if speed is about a bus that like cannot stop it's like you know, it's probably there's not going to be that much that changes throughout. I mean, people are going to be freaking out. People are going to be scared. Now, I haven't seen the movie, so I can be totally if, ignorant. If but. I have to pick one dumb Keanu action movie, like very stupid Keanu action movie of the, of the 90s, I'm going point break every time. A hundred thousand percent. Renegade Jim, Coach Klein would a hundred percent agree. Point, point break, break is amazing. Incredible. Gary, Gary Busey, the memes. I was talking about it with my boss. I was trying to like uh, pull people their favorite movies from the '90s instantly. That's his favorite movie from the '90s. Oh, that's such a good pick and a great Keanu, a stupid Keanu pick as well. I need that's to delve more fantastic. into Keanu. I think totally. I have the other, the lot. honorable mention I had for overrated. It's not really an overrated movie because everyone thinks it's bad, knows it's bad, but it's hilariously bad. Is Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, also has Keanu Reeves in it. He bad. tries to do like a. British accent or something? Terrible. Just don't. Don't do it. You, when you hire Keanu Reeves, you know what you're getting. Oh, yeah. 100%. You're getting a 100%. stoic character or like a stoner. You're getting either a stoic person or a stoned person. He he and Nicolas Cage, you know, it's like you see you, what you see is what you get. Like, you know what you're getting out of them. You know what you you're getting. You to be something they're not. Exactly. My, uh, my number one favorite film of the 90s is, uh, American Beauty. I uh, I love Kevin Spacey, period. I, I love Kevin Spacey's acting. Yeah, you I love think... Kevin Spacey, the actor. Clarify. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. let's clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not bury the lead. Um, I, yeah, but no, that's just one of those films that, like, I've come back to years and years later. And, like, it's just such a powerful film. Um, I tend to really gravitate towards films where, like, the main character is sort of breaking away from as as this generation has sort of uh, coined it the matrix where it's like you know they're breaking out of the rat race 
I like movies like The Truman Show, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Um, and this is an example of one of those movies where, like, I think Kevin Spacey just, like, breaks out of his shell. He does what he wants to do. And um, just some really good acting performances throughout, some really good imagery. You know, the dancing scene um, at the high school with the roses. Um, you know, the, the neighbor. I mean, the whole thing with the neighbor was wild when I first watched it. Like, when I... Oh, I can't even get into it because I'll give stuff away. But American Beauty, really great film and pretty firmly in my top 10 favorite movies of all time and, and definitely my favorite in the 90s. I haven't seen it. Oh, I know. I know. I know. What the fuck? I know. I need to actually sit down and watch that. I one. have. If it, It's clearly streaming somewhere, but God forbid it's not. I literally have the DVD. I, I, will, I will mail you the DVD. Like you, you absolutely have to watch it. Let me it. see where it's streaming. I can I can rent it on YouTube for money for three bucks. Oh, that's bullshit! If you have a DVD player or something, I will fucking I will well, mail be, you. It I assume it would be like three dollars for you to. Mail. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it just I'd be taking the three the three dollar L. But no, that movie is is incredible. I guarantee you would like it. I would put you know I put my livelihood on it. You're barely catching it because it's ninety nine is when it came out. Oh, yeah, close, close. So I totally am fucked. This whole this whole list I'm breaking. But uh, no, 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 you're still in the '90s because I got yeah. one that came out in '99 as well. So I'll go to my favorite now. Okay, and I'll start with an honorable mention that just didn't make the cut because I haven't seen it since I was actually like ten years old, and I don't think it's that famous of a movie. It was Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy, yeah. Early '90s. I just loved the noir detective aesthetic. I liked watching it as a kid. It, I don't know. It worked for me. Yeah, you uh, you really do like the uh, the noir. That's something that's just like ingrained deeply into you, like the cigarettes and the diner and the being mysterious. That, his it's, outfit. He's got like the detective suit with the jacket. Uh, the, yeah, you're right. The cig- I love it. I, I love mean, the what's aesthetic. Not, yeah, what's not to love about fucking Pacino and fucking Warren Beatty? Like, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. I love it. Do you want to? Do you want to rattle yours off, and then I'll just do my best, my best. At the yeah, end. we'll go through that. Number four, just recently saw it. Silence of the Lambs. Love that movie. Great so thriller. Good. Not too much wrong with it. Way more close-ups than I I remember being in that movie, but it's still really good. Shows off a lot of really good acting chops. And fully just, agree. It's like it's a solid. I would say. It doesn't really dip below an eight for me at any point in the movie. There's no part in it that I'm like, oh, this part's not good. It's super good. Like, I, I the floor of the movie is definitely like an eight, if that. It could be an eight point five or a nine. Exactly. Like it just doesn't have any real plot holes or any issues. Like, it's just really, really solid all the way through. And I don't think I've ever met anybody that said they didn't like the movie. So it has that going forward as well. That's true. Number three for me. You're right. We had like a little bit of overlap with your your favorites and mine. I was gonna put Goodfellas, but actually, I ended up putting Casino here. Wow, it's a movie that okay. really inspired me to like get into the gambling trend. I rewatched it right after I got into sports betting and like into the betting market and everything like that. It's a very, it's it's a long movie. It is a long movie. I'll, it's it's got that going against it, but it's a fun movie. And it's I I did a little bit of research to like see what the quote unquote based on true events were about and those are also very interesting yeah it uh you know it, it gets compared to goodfellas a lot and almost that like they're like they're the same film in, in some ways but 
to me, that's like a compliment. Like Casino is a really excellent film. Um, really good cast, obviously. And then also a really good costume design. I really do like um, the colors all, are great. Yeah. I love all the different shit that um, is it Sharon Stone that plays De Niro's. Yep. Yeah. All the stuff she wears is fabulous. Like it's just a, uh, it's just a really solid to the core Scorsese film. And I, I don't hate, you having it on the list over Goodfellas, and I wouldn't hate someone if they said they liked it more than Goodfellas. Yeah. I also think this is Joe Pesci's best role. I think this over any other role is his best role. That's yeah, he is good in My Cousin Vinny, but I I agree, he's fantastic in that movie. I love him there too. I, I love Fred Gwynn as the fucking judge. I love Judd Crandall, and he's fucking Herman Munster. So like, how can I not love the guy? But exactly, uh, yeah, I respect it. Okay, number two and number one are both extremely important films to me. Number two is one of the most influential movies to me as, like, making videos and, like, getting into visual effects and things like that. It's The Matrix. It's the first Matrix movie. Uh, watching this as a kid is, like, I want to do this. I want to I want to make, like, it, I would rewatch the just the action scenes on repeat over and over and over and over again. It was so good. It was so groundbreaking. It's it's still extremely rewatchable. I think it definitely inspired a generation of like editors and things like that. Like it just oh, it yeah. just feels very like you get your first laptop, you get your first desktop, whatever it is, and it's like I just want to do something similar to what I see there, like or things you didn't even know was capable, you know, through certain CGI and through certain effects. Like it really is that fucking movie of the nineties. It's so good. It's the sci-fi is awesome. The story is awesome. They they use Keanu perfectly. Oh yeah. You see him in a couple movies, like a couple serious movies. You you know, like that was a far well, that was a long shot. Yeah. I mean fucking Morbius, Red Pill, and uh The Matrix are just so firmly in pop culture nowadays. Even the fu- I mean even this scene like this is all has been made oh, yeah. a billion times over. Like it's just such an influential movie and like a moment in pop culture like a time capsule of the 90s. It's number number one favorite movie. It's, it's The Big Lebowski. It's my favorite movie of all time. So good. Favorite movie of the 90s hands down. When I moved to LA, this was I I didn't have internet for the first three weeks I was living there. I had this movie on repeat on Blu-ray just constantly. That's all I was doing when I was home. I was just watching The Big Lebowski. Love this movie to death. All the characters, all the actors kill it. The writing is amazing. The behind the scenes for the movie is amazing. Every bit is like planned out meticulously, and I love shit like that. It's it's witty. It's smart. It has fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's one of my favorite actors ever. And, and they make you does... think it's improv without being improv. Yeah, it's it's really one of those rewatchable films, and that's one of those things where, like, if I were to take some of my favorite films and have to just watch nonstop for like a three week period, like, who knows? It's tough. You might just end up being like, I can't fucking watch this movie. Like, when you watch something so much, you realize like, oh, it's not that rewatchable. But this is an example of a movie that like it is truly rewatchable and you can just watch it a billion times. And there's stuff I noticed like after the first, so after the first watch through, there's stuff you pick up on that like they, they're calling, they're like doing like call forwards and stuff like callbacks and everything like that. It's really good. Agree. I mean, it, it is like XFL gym personified, you know, it inspired Jim's <laughs> early, early work. It, it, it inspired mean, a lot of the XFL gym persona to say the least. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, on the t-shirt that I have, I mean, you got, it's just, 
it's just very Jim. It's very the dude. And, uh, you know, it's it's a person to definitely aspire to being. Like, it's a cool motherfucker. God, I love that movie so much. Great movie. I watch it once a year, hands down, every time. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen it in probably five years now. I think I probably should rewatch. And I'm a little bit embarrassed that I, I don't have it in my favorite or my best list. But it is an incredible film and definitely one that people should watch. I will uh, I will breeze through my best because there's some overlap. Uh, we'll go fourth best movie of the 90s. I'll go with American Beauty. I don't want to be too biased. It's my favorite. I won't throw it higher. We'll throw it at four. Three, this is really fucking tough. I'm going to go with Goodfellas. Goodfellas, quintessential gangster movie. Really, really great Scorsese. I think it has a title that could be number one. Number two best movie of the 90s will go with Silence of the Lambs. Okay. It's just... It's just arguably a perfect movie. Um, it's it's got it all. Anthony Hopkins. I mean, it's one of the three movies ever to to do the triple crown or whatever it is. When five, when the three, best actress, best actor, best screenplay, best director. Like it's it's incredible. Um, number one, I'll go with uh, Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. Um, Shawshank Redemption is definitely one of those movies. That, like I think it's number one on IMDb all time. Um, it's not a personal favorite of mine. I think I have it in the i might have it in like the top 50 range i have about 490 movies ranked right now and i would number say two it, on rotten tomatoes for the 90s yeah it is um it is an incredible incredible film and um it's rarely someone's favorite but i think it's something that's objectively important and um another great film and i'm sure i could guess the number one film from the 90s on imdb or on and I haven't seen it. This is one that I have not seen. Is is it Schindler's List? It is not. Okay, it's not Schindler's List. No, is it Sandy Ryan? No, both of those didn't even make the top ten. On on according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I guess I guess we both forgot Pulp Fiction. Um, I didn't forget it. I really like it. It's a great movie. Um, I like not my not my favorite Tarantino movie, but I still really like it. Yeah, I like Reservoir Dogs better. Yes. Um, Schindler's List, though. I just, I never know when to watch it. I never know when the right energy, time, like, when am I supposed to, like, feel like shit for a day? I just don't want to watch the movie, and I never have um, to this day. It's shit. Um, well, I shouldn't say <laughs> shit. I just, <laughs> I just can't watch it. That's fair. Do you want, okay, I'm going through this real quickly. You want to just, like, you want me to pump out a couple of these Rotten Tomatoes. They have the top 150 yep. film, 140 films from the 90s. I'm just going to say something that poke out to me. Uh, I just wanted to shout out 125. They have Hackers. Hackers is a good one. Unironically, I do love Hackers. This is a very fun movie. Angelina Jolie's great. Yeah. Uh, 128, they have Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That is one that I have not seen, sadly. But that has got not. the cult classic vibe around it from pretty much everyone online that I interact with. 112, American Beauty. The pretty low. The 112th best movie of the 90s? Of I mean, the Kevin 90s. Sp Kevin Spacey won the Academy Award. It's fucking incredible. That's, like, actually bonkers. B like below 107, American Pie. That's a fucking joke. They probably have like 12 monkeys ahead. I haven't seen 12 monkeys. I can't hate. But that just fucking drives me nuts, man. Okay, this is this is a movie we did forget. Uh, Babe is an all-time. 
classic. Babe is really Babe is, good. Babe is also just like a great feel good movie. Babe is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that is such a good one. Uh, that is every good... movie I'm mentioning, by the way, is ahead of American Beauty. So Babe was ahead of that. Uh, Army of Darkness, which I think is the weakest out of that trilogy, but I still really like it. Never seen. Uh, it's the Evil Dead trilogy. Oh, okay, okay. Very. It's 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 the it's the transition from the original Evil Dead was a whole, full horror movie. Evil Dead Two was like a horror comedy. Army of Darkness is more just like slapstick comedy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the Fifth Element. I love the Fifth Element. I like, I I really do love that movie. It's up there with like it's got like the prequels, Star Wars level of like there's some cringe yeah. in it, but like it's like good. It's like good '90s, 2000s cringe. Sleepless in Seattle. Good one. Not my favorite. I like High Fidelity more. I like uh, When Harry Met Sally more. But it's fine. Men in Black. Didn't I never remember that? That's a '90s movie. Yeah, I guess '90s and 2000s. I'm like I said on, on the last one we did. I mean, I like Men in Black too better, but both really good. Demolition Man, it's pretty good. Crow, shout out, uh, R.I.P. Brandon Lee. All over American Beauty, huh? This is insane. These, these are all over. American wait till you watch. Just just wait yeah. till you watch the movie. And American History X. That's really good. I think everybody should have to watch that movie at least once. Really good. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn. I, I I do love it. I don't know if I'd put it over. It's a good movie. It's a fun movie. Um, Wayne's World. The 90s? No, that's 2000s. Okay, and then what about... Days uh, of Confused is an old-time movie, too. Is that in the 90s? 93. What? 93. 93. That would be... Mm, that might... Yeah, Days of Confused will beat out... Um, Eyes wide shut for me. Daisy and okay. will will take that. For it's all timer. That's incredible. Probably my favorite soundtrack <clears throat> in a movie ever. Maybe like, the best coming of age movie ever. Oh yeah, I would make the argument. I would one hundred percent make. I mean, most people find Breakfast Club to be wildly overrated. I you I know? like the Breakfast Club though. It's fine. Yeah, I do like the it. Pixie sticks in the thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Uh, Braveheart is Legends of the Fall of the nineties. Let me see if they... that's one of that's another one that I really love. No, 94. it's not. It's not on this list, at least. <sighs> Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins. I mean, incredible, incredible, good West, good semi-Western stuff. There's Casino at seventy-two. That's insane. That's that's unbelievable. Oh, Ghost of the Shell, all-time animated movie. That is that is a really good animated movie. Independence Day above everything. Okay. Okay, yeah, Independence Day, you know, Renegade Jim mentioned has some Wellsian tropes, uh, very Citizen Kane-esque in, in Act yeah. 2 and 3. I don't dis- – it's one of those big – it's one of those big fucking blockbuster films. I'm not the biggest fan of Independence Day, but it's fine. Face Off at 56. I don't think Face Off – that's another overrated movie for me. It's not good. Yeah, I agree. I think it just gets memed a lot because it's Travolta and uh, Nick Cage, but like I do not think it's anywhere near. I mean, the fact that they have that above Casino and American Beauty and like Fifth Element is insane. It like doesn't take itself that serious to begin with. It's stupid. There's Reservoir Dogs at forty five. Like that better than Pulp Fiction. There's Seven. Seven is definitely oh. good. Number 39, 1997, Boogie Nights. 
Boogie Nights is incredible. I mean, I, I love Boogie Nights. Um, can't say enough about PTA. For, should be higher. Should be probably in the 10 to 15 range. Silence of the Lambs, 32. Right above Goodwill Hunting and Toy Story. Okay. There's Fargo. Um, I feel like you just got to shout out Fargo. Fargo yeah, I shout love out Fargo. Fargo is one of those, like, probably maybe like the best short movie. Like, it's just a very short yeah. watch, but, like, it's fucking good. Boys in the Hood. Great Never movie. Uh, I haven't seen Rushmore. Hoop Dreams is a fantastic documentary. Yeah, you know, I saw that. At, I, I just did a brief thing before I got on here, and it was number two on a list. I'm like, what is this? Like, I've never heard of it. It's really good. Uh, Scream, it's fine. I wouldn't put it at 19, but... I think that's insane. I do like that. <laughs> that's kind of... Uh, I do like crazy. that fun of it, but, like, I don't know. It's no, I get that it, like, changed the horror genre at the time, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, there's Goodfellas at 16, Saving Private Ryan 18, Terminator 2 Great. At 15. Arguably better than the first. It's one of the best sequels I think ever. It's way better than the first. Uh, Friday. Great movie. Great movie. Fight Club at 12. Schindler's List rounding out the top 11. That's at The Matrix. These are the top 10. The Matrix, Thelma and Louise, Toy Story 2, Jurassic Park, Before Sunrise, The Big Lebowski, Titanic, The Lion King, Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction. Shout out to Before Sunrise. Crack in the top 10. Ethan Hawke, good rom, good rom com, if you want to call it that. Little good rom com trilogy. Yeah, arguably, you know, people like that. It's the best trilogy ever because there's no L's. It's just, it's just three really it's great. Th- it's three W's. That's okay. dude. I mean, that's fine. Ted. That's Rotten I'd, Tomatoes. That's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Thelma and Louise. I've never seen that, but I've seen like videos of it. I can't. I didn't think that was that good of a movie. That was like a silly. They 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 ride the car off the cliff, right? That's it. Yeah. That ain't worth it. Nine? Nine, nine, nine. or whatever is insane for American Beauty. That fucking pisses me off, man. <laughs> it pissed me off. Michael Jordan. I, I literally took that personally. Like, I, I'm so excited now for you to watch American Beauty and report back because I, I just I, I know you're going to like the film. I know you're going to like it. It might be Kevin Spacey blackballing. That's another thing. Okay. Like maybe the maybe the reviews have gone down since the Kevin Spacey. It could be. It could be. Like I, I think there's a very strong possibility that, that could have happened. I mean, it's certainly not going to get talked about. They're not going to show Kevin Spacey accepting the award and like a flashback in time at the upcoming Oscars. Like, but it's really good. I also just like quick shout out before we get into their closing statements or whatever. If you liked Boyhood at all, uh, check out the Before trilogy just because it's it's like that sort of thing where it's the same story that takes place. The first one. It was it was made in ninety five. The last one came out in twenty thirteen. Like, <laughs> yeah, you get you get to grow with the characters. Like, yeah, really, I, it, really cool. Same director too. Yeah, it's a really good portrayal of relationships and love, which I also think Phantom Thread. Paul Thomas Anderson is another good example of that. But um, Boyhood's an interesting one. It's like it's good. I don't know if it was worth all that time. It was not. It was not. an effort. Like no. the issue with that kind of movie is like whatever you get with the, the main actor is what you're going to get. And I don't think he grew in to be a great actor. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. I, but anyway, uh, that's the nineties. That's the fucking nineties. That's the generation. 90s. We grew up. We were born then we were born. I mean, we were molded into men in the nineties. Um, 
a lot of great films. Um, I have one last uh, card up my sleeve and that the Michael Myers resurrection is the worst movie of the nineties. Oh, I have, I have very that. easily. I'm going to, sh- we're going to, that's what Michael Myers looks like in the film. Like that is his look like no offense. <laughs> he's a, he's a little tubby. And what's up with the mask? Like the mask is terrible. <laughs> like that's, that's just a terrible, terrible look. And Paul Rudd's in it. It's so cool to be like, oh, wow, Paul Rudd's in this. That's such a random – and he's so young and he's great. But the movie itself is just so dog shit because you cannot be scared of this. You cannot be scared of this. When – okay, so this movie was so bad that they redid the entire timeline with H2O. Yeah, right. They did end up doing that. And then the one after H2O sucked too. The one with the it was like found footage of the one with the cameras. Buster yeah. Rhymes was in it. Yep, I remember like, that one. That one was also really bad. Um, shout out Donald Pleasance though. Shout out Donald Pleasance, legend. Shout out John Carpenter. I do think the Halloween Halloween might still be my favorite horror franchise ever, even though it has some huge misses. I, I love how dumb this it gets. Like do, this this is the movie where it's like there's a cult that is like worshiping michael My- it's so yeah. stupid oh, this is so, so dumb so fucking bad it's so dumb I hate it but it, it doesn't take away from the great films of the 90s and uh yeah i mean after you named all that it's really tough to argue against 90s being the best the best decade like it's i mean it's pr- arguably yeah you have to think cartoons too i mean we had it all man sports cartoon like we really were blessed to be born in the 90s god we were Oh, I just oh in the trailer they they showed a scene of really fat Michael Myers waddling down. Yeah, the it's also well <laughs> it's also well lit too, and it's uh, just there's nothing scary about it. Like it's just if you if you aren't scared of the the main thing, it's like you're you're done. You're done. Terrible, terrible. terrible Christian, stuff. what do you got going on? I have my next horror short that I wrote and directed called Under the Light coming out February fifteenth, the day after valentine's day and the same week as xfl we have a packed week ahead Mm. packed week ahead so look out for that um what about you jim what's coming down the pike oh i got all my xfl team previews that are going up this week uh i'm basically doing two a day on top of this on top of podcasts on top of my xfl season preview my season hype video coming out this friday be ready for that I will be a, a quick retweet. I will be very excited to see the hype video, and I'm very excited for the season and excited for uh, the awards coming up and all that fun stuff. We'll be reporting on all the Oscar-nominated films, and uh, yeah. Week and a half away from going to my first XFL game of the year. Huge. Fucking Huge. Meet it. me in Vegas. Come meet me in for the for the Vegas Vipers home opener. Okay. A little bit of Vegas Viper. I'll stay at the Flamingo. I'll be there. I'll see you guys then. We love you guys. Bye-bye.